One thing in England derives pleasure in creating so many dramas, courtesy of their shambolic defenses. I welcome you all to another fantastic episode of Sport Beat with Bobo Banky and the Sport Team, where we serve you with the very latest in the world of sports. And I'm here with my right hand man on the show this beautiful Friday morning, Pandit. Good morning, brother, and welcome to the show. All right, please. You have to be audible. Legend. Good morning, brother, and welcome to the show. Good morning, Good morning, Good morning to Africa. Good morning to the world at large. Good morning to our All right. Thank you so much, guys. It's always a pleasure doing this with you guys. And yes, Legend. Do you have any updates on tennis for us right here on the show? ATP. Thank you so oh, much for those analysis. The man I'm a call pundit. Yes. The Premier League was back on Wednesday. We had Sheffield versus Aston Villa. It ended in a goalless draw. But before we talk about the controversies in that game, please, guys, I want your opinions, your honest opinions on Arsenal and Mikel Ateta. What next for them? What's the next line of action? Where do they go from here? Things are going from bad to worse for that club. I think I think things will go from bad to worse for this time. 
because they they have gone about just ten years now when other teams are investing heavily in their sport, investing widely in their sport. Arsenal has chose to fold their hands and not do anything about it. And now they are whipping the foot of their labor. When you don't do anything, you also you also reap the foot of not doing anything. So this is what is going on here. Just that um, now it looks worse because other middle teams. We do position team are catching up with them. We have like the Wolves, Leicester City. There's also this Newcastle that is hanging over take over. We know when take over actually happens, they have money to spend. And with money, money and football now, it's it's like you get money, you get the best of things in football. And Arsenal don't have that right now. It's just a bit that Ateta is at that club right now because he's a grooming manager, he's a manager upcoming. He shouldn't be at a battling, struggling club because it's very bad for a series. So the next thing, or the best thing Arsenal can do is just go play football, play the Leicester League season, and go back to their drawing board and sit down and check what do we want. Because I think they've misplaced their priorities. What do we want from this football? Because the owners signify that that they are interested in the profit part, not in the footballing part. They've made profit for a while, for a long time. So now they need to shift that attention back to the football, invest in players, invest in equipment, make 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 Arsenal a team that we they were used to in the 2003, 2004, those times where that time with the competitive United, but now they are shadows of themselves. So that's the thing, that's the best I can offer them. Just regroup, regroup next season and let's see how, how it goes from there. Alright, thank you so All much. Right, the man I'm a legend. Pandit, what do you have to say on Arsenal and Mikel Ateta? I think um, it's a wrap-up for this season. Um, their next matches won't be like that of Wednesday. It won't be that tough anymore. So I feel... Um, Excuse me, Arsenal has now... They've not won in Brighton for the past two seasons. Yes, at the MX Stadium. Our record are not really good there. But I can continue. Yep. But obviously, I, I am looking for Arsenal to win their next match because it was really embarrassing for them to at least jump to that kind of defeat again, 3-0. But I feel they will actually either win or draw at Brighton. Now, um, my Ateta and Arsenal need to regroup. That's how, what every manager does after a defeat, after a draw. They regroup, see what they can do. They, are, they, are, they now have another kind of injury crisis. But then they have Mustafi, Tierney doing wonders. Like, I love their play. Mustafi was obviously not someone out that really good for to actually play in the first game for Arsenal. But he he was somehow composed against Man City, so I feel he should actually get the nod again. Now, what Arsenal really needs to do right now is actually um, prepare for the future next season. They need to go into the transfer market, bring in players that can actually take them, let them fight for the top four. Win leagues. FA Cup is not something Arsenal should win again, really. They need to go for the Europa League, the Champions League. They should be actually at the top, be a force to reckon with. So I feel they should actually build for next season. That's what they should actually be right now. And I'm sure that's what Ateta is actually planning. Thank you. Alright, thank you so much. But do you guys feel Arsenal and their hierarchy, the board members, will be ready to splash the cash in the summer? Based on their history, I don't think so because history, history go by that they don't spend that much, and we know that Arsenal tend to gain their profit from the bulk of their profit from gate fees. If you know Arsenal, um, 
Arsenal has the most expensive gate fees at on match days. So and there's no fans to so get to so that has actually disrupted their their profits earning. When they even gain profit at at like they don't spend that much. Even when you don't have profit, you now spend. So I, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen to the club Arsenal. I think this I think they need they need a break from Champions League from Europa League football. Need to go back to the point board and sit down. I've said it and think what they want from this club. They want to make it only money based because that was how money was based for a while. Money, make money, make money, make money. Until I think it's putting back the mojo of wanting to play football. So we first now have made that choice. We can now start from there. All right, Pondit, so, let me ask you one question. Do you think the starting lineup Mikel Ateta used was encouraging at first? Because I felt that he killed the game from the starting lineup. It was a shambolic midfield. I don't see why Willock and Gwenduzi should start ahead of a certain Ceballos and Mesut Ozil. Your views, please. Okay, so I think, um, yes, it was a shambolic yeah, lineup. Yes. Because if Ozil was actually at, um, started, um, started, yes, there should have probably been much more better coming up for the team. And also, if he did start Ozil, Ozil should at least be on the bench. But it was the tacticality I still don't get. I've been trying to think about it, how he wants to run the. Um, the game and every other stuff. But I think he, he actually sold out the game for Man City because he knew there was no way they could actually overcome um, Man City. So I feel, yeah, yeah, it was from the beginning Arsenal lost the match. All right. Thank you so much for those analysis and best of luck to the hierarchy, to Mikel Arteta and to the shambolic players. We all look forward to what they will take, the next step they will take concerning this football club because right about really? now, you want to say something, you Legend? Banky, 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 the funny thing about Arsenal is why I feel like that club is the... When when team used to be bad for someone, they just like to love you. They, they, they give you joy. They give you joy a lot of times with their performance and everything. Thanks to the people that made... You made us know that football is bad. Corona, the Corona virus might have changed a lot of things, but it's not in the way Arsenal plays. It did not change David Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in David Lewis. It's not in anything about Arsenal. Can you imagine? See that? See, see the verdict you gave about a top football club in England. It's sad. Well, my brother, they are no more a top football club, sir. Mm. Okay, please, let's move on from Arsenal because if we continue like this, believe me, we are not going to leave this issue concerning Arsenal. But yes, we also had another game on Wednesday evening before the Arsenal Man City. It was actually Sheffield versus. Aston Villa and Sheffield is supposed to have three points right about now, but one thing or the other made goal and technology not acknowledge the goal. We all know it has been settled, but another controversy there was a shout out to um, a shout for Villa to have a penalty. So, what do you guys think about that penalty incident? Was it soft or it was actually a penalty? I start with Pondit. Referee for either it to be a penalty or not. So even I 
Alright, thank you so much. But I watched that game. I watched, I watched that game because that player actually stuck his leg out. He was not aiming for the ball. He was aiming for the leg. But let's hear from our legend analyst. Legend, please, what do you have to say about that penalty incident? Okay, okay. First, to start with, um, every penalty or every decision on the pitch of play is decided by the referee. So, in the to give a penalty or not. He did not award the penalty probably because he did not deem it fit enough. But we have we sit on the replay once, twice, three times. You know, deem it that this is a penalty. So according to my view, I, I think the penalty, but at the same time it was kind of soft, if you get what I'm saying, the kind of soft penalty. So so not to dwell too much on it. Yes, it might be a penalty, but since the web did not give it, there's nothing we can do. So it was a soft penalty but penalties are uh, the of the refuse to take. And probably the uh and VR did not see it as an obvious error, so they didn't call it back. So that's what I think about that. Alright, thank you so much right, guys. Thank you so much. We'll go on a quick break and then we'll come back. There are still lots to talk about. Chelsea announced the signing of a German international. Madrid cruised yesterday and today we are going to have a blockbuster game. United, right there, who entertain sports, or rather, sports entertain United at the Tottenham City Stadium, right there in North London. We'll be right back after this jiffy. Welcome back from the break. I am still tuned in to Sports Beat with Bobo Banky and my right hand man. Yes, they are very reliable and I always look up to them when it comes to bringing out a very good and successful show. Legend and the man I'm called Pundit. A shout out to the other analysts, Praise and Fola. I know they'll be listening when we drop this episode. And guys, yes, Madrid played last night and it's already back to square root one. I think the gap has been cut to one point. Courtesy of a three two new point, victory. Two points. Point. Okay, two points. Yeah. Courtesy of a three new victory against Valencia. So Madrid are not relinquishing this title. And I feel this is going to go down to Madrid 38, the final whistle. What do you guys feel about the performance of Madrid and the La Liga title race in general? I start with the man I'm a call legend. Okay, uh, uh, it's a good thing for. La Liga, for La Liga fans, you know, I said it on the show, I think on the last episode of the Republic, I told you that La Liga will be the most exciting league right now, in terms of watching, in terms of viewing, because they have a title race that excites everybody, the Shibaka and the Magic race, they have classical race, as we all know it has, but it seems, it seems no one wants to give up the title, I think, I think it's the title, it's the title for Barcelona to lose, but you know when you have Messi in your team, 
he does my mix magic. So, so, so I think Baka will win the league. But the good one for the viewers, we get to anticipate to the last day, to the last day of the um, league, and to know who win the league. So, good one. Madrid played well yesterday. Madrid don't look like, don't look like stopping because I feel this um, pandemic actually favors them because they have score depth. Unlike Barcelona, they don't have score depth. And at the right time, the players are picking for Alad looks like a player we know him as. Asensio is back. Cruz dominated the match yesterday. Modric was wonderful. It was a all-round performance, a wonderful performance for Madrid as a whole. So it just, it just set up for a wonderful, wonderful and tantalizing finish to La Liga. All right, thank you so much, legend. I'm Pandit, the man that does not fancy the La Liga, but you are a professional. Give us your take. Give us your take on what happened last night. Madrid and Valencia. Okay. Okay, so I would say this. Um, Madrid versus Valencia. Um, the match was actually anticipated a very, very tough one. And the likes of Rodrigo actually showed that they really had so much of potential. I think um, what actually killed the game was the sum of Sheriff and one other player. Yes, it was a 1-0. Yes, the assist of Hazard was a very beautiful one for Benzema, the first goal. Asensio came in and changed the game also. He had a goal and an assist. Now, my, my main talking point is this. Um, Benzema is now a very big leader in the Real Madrid setup. He has always been, but he's actually taking up the mantle on himself right now. You're talking about the last goal of Real Madrid that Benzema scored. That goal is, is in contention for the goal of the season. And I feel Real Madrid are making a statement that Barca is ahead of them, but they are not giving up because any form of, any little slip of Barca, and they would actually move to the top and claim their title. So I feel Real Madrid, without Ronaldo, are even really doing so well for themselves. I think, yes, this is a very, very tough one. You can talk about the um, Bundesliga. The Bundesliga is not something everybody wants to watch anymore because every every game is actually sleeping. The likes of um, Borussia Dortmund, RB Leipzig, um, sleeping to a draw after a 2-0 win. But look at Real Madrid and Barcelona. The, 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 um, the first spot, the, the cup race is still on and they are giving it their all. So I feel yes, yes, yes. Yes, this match was a big one. And Baka have something else coming if they think Madrid will just give up on them all right thank you so much um pundit for those analysis and i feel back i still have a tough run of fixtures isn't it but let's see how it pans out let's see how it pans out and yes united are back in action tottenham are back in action it's going to be united versus tottenham Hotspur at the tottenham Hotspur city stadium right there in north london guys what do you have to say about this what mouth-watering fixtures coming up tonight but wait before you give us your verdict on it please let me give you some little bit of stats concerning this game the reds have a strong record against Spurs since the premier league inception in 1992 and 1993 united have won 33 times drawing 11 and losing eight in those games united have scored twice as many goals 90 and they have conceded 46 and on tottenham Hotspur, they have they beat red 6-1 almost 87 years ago when they were still calling the Premier League the second old division on 10th of September 1932. Guys, what do you have to say about this record? I think Manchester United are the domineering factor when it comes to this picture. Or, am I wrong? No, you're not, you're not wrong. 
Banky, when it comes to United Sports, United have always had the upper hand in spite of my use, part of their struggles. So today we'll United are coming back. If you, if, I mean, because I'm a United fan, I've, I'm, I'm growing and I'm starting to really love this United team. It's been a while. I, I've, I've seen a bunch of United They got their mojo before the break. It's been a while. I've seen Yes, yeah, it's been a while I've seen this, this yeah, they got the motive before the break and at the same time they maintained it I think they maintained it in training. There was this cozy atmosphere, everything was looking smooth and it's been a while I've seen that from United and I'm very, very happy. I'm pleased with what Ole Gunnar Soldier is doing for United. But now back to the game. If it was before the pandemic, I would say a straight yes, United will win the match. But now players are coming rusty, are coming back rusty. A lot of things, a lot of tricks here and there that Paul has also made. You know, Harry Kane is back, and his son is also back. And, and Mourinho categorically stated yesterday in his press conference that Omison and the captain, Harry Kane, will certainly start tomorrow's match, which occurs today. So that gives you a word. When you have a, a front line of Harry Kane and Omison, you know something is coming. So United should not rest on their laurel. And United also have the most controversial midfield right now because we know finally probably start. The question is will Pogba start? How would they play together? Who who sit as the pivot when both of them plays? How does he go? United right now needs to answer a lot of questions. And this match this night will surely answer those questions. We also have Marcos Rashford back. Marcos Rashford was on form before he before he had injury. This is also a good thing for United. There's also Anthony Marshall that's smiling that never smiles but recently I've been smiling which is good. So everything does go down for a very wonderful match. And I also call it the Moreno's the Moreno's debut because Moreno has played this trade in both clubs. He did because that good because that good so he did well sorry at sports. He's doing at sports and he did well at United. So he just just goes down to a wonderful match this night. Banky you should watch the match. I will watch the match. The whole world will watch the match because in the match to look up. Alright, we are going to watch it. We are going to watch it. Pundit, what do you have to say? Another United fan right here on the show. Uh, so, um, I'll be first about this because um, Bobo and Legend has actually done so much for the details of the match. Um, Manchester United are looking so prepared for the match. But also, um, we need not look at and uh, neglect the fact that Arikane is part song. If both of them are a threat when it comes to, um, you understand, playing together. Yes. Now, the, the only line. absence right now that I feel is Dele Ali, and it would actually be a very big miss for them. Actually, Manchester United, everyone feels Manchester United is on a stronger foot to win. Yes, I also feel so. But then we need to work out because the pandemic might actually have actually got the better of so many players. I want to see the likes of Pogba coming back into the setting. He is doing so well on the pitch because Pogba has always proven to me that he is a leader. 
Predictions, both of you. Okay, I, I, I'm trying to avoid the fact that I'm a United fan, but I think, I think it will be a 1-1 draw, probably a 2-1 United win, actually. Alright, Pandit, predictions. I think Manchester United will win also. Scores. Manchester United win or draw. Scores, scores. Win or draw, win scores, or draw. I feel, scores, scores. Manchester United. <laughs> That's it, I'm going to... Alright, alright, alright. We're running out of time, but it won't be nice for us not to touch on Chelsea before we go on the show. Yes, they announced it yesterday. Timo Werner is a blue. What do you guys feel about the transfer for German international? Quick one, just quick, quick round up. Kudos to Chelsea for signing that guy. He looked like a wonder in the making. If if Lampard can get him the right setup, he looks like fire already. And uh, I already have Chelsea fans all over my contact list telling me he's going to be disappointed with that. He, they have the right to be happy because he's the world class player in the making. So I just hope he gets he gets playing time right and he gets Lampard makes the best setup for him. Because he's kind of a tricky player that likes to come from the left to go to into the middle. I believe he's a good sign for them. He's a good sign. And they got him at a good price also. 47.5. It's not even the the rumors, I the media. They say over 50 I've million. Been, I've been and they got him at a very, very good price, which, which is good. So he, he won't have the issue of probably the, that tag of high price or something like other exactly. players have. But for 40 like, million upward now is just like a bread and beans type of. Transfer fee. Yeah, if, if they don't yeah, sign yeah, for 75, yeah, 80 million, you can never be on the spotlight. Seriously, if you sign Vena for 40 million and you sign Nicolas Pedro for 22 million, you know that something is wrong somewhere. It depends on the. And <laughs> Chelsea fans are actually praising the, um, the woman. I don't know her name now. They're actually praising her on Twitter that she's a genius. That they, no, she does good, she does good transfer. She's she good. She's the one that the transfer from. Morata. Yes, to Atletico, and they collected how um, many million? The same price, Mola, just zero point one million difference. I saw it on Twitter. So, so, so she did, she did that. Maybe Arsenal need to get a woman to do their business for them. I just they talk and work. For a legend, don't 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 get me into that this morning. Pundit, a quick roundup on your view on Chelsea signing the German international Timo Werner. Well, we all know Timo Werner is a very good footballer and. But now I feel it's a good signing. It's at a cheaper price also. But then will it will it come out good? This is the Premier League. A very tough, a very tough league. Tougher than the Bundesliga. So I feel yes, they've done it well. But I think Chelsea also needs to get a very good number ten that can bring out the best in the life of Timo Winner and Ziyech. Feed it to probably Tammy, Abraham or whoever starts at centre forward. And I, I guess I guess that will do for Chelsea for their next season. They've done well, they've done well to sign Timo Winner because he's a very, very good player. But will you come out with the Premier League? Let's treat and see. Alright, thank you so much guys and that's how far we can go on the show today. Sports beat with Bobo Banky and my right hand men. Thank you so much guys, I really appreciate it. All right, and yes, I'm going to leave you with the soundtrack of an African legend. Yes, an African legend, but he's not Bonner Boy. He's an African legend. He's a Nigerian legend, and he's number one. Even if I'm not his Bank, fan. Bank, if, if I'm correct, you're talking about Machala. He's the biggest, he's the biggest Nigerian star right now. 
You. No, it's not whiskey. It's not whiskey. Yes. It's actually, it's actually David Doe. So, listen what? to what? Emma Damiduro by David It's your boy Wheezy. <laughs> 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 When you see me coming around, I got you looking at me. I don't need to spend my cash. My swag's so hard to see. My swag don't lie. You can't deny. You feel it right. You'll be alright. Just be by my side. Fronting, fronting, girl. Do it for long things, long things, girl. Do it for long things, just standing by my side. Do it for fronting, fronting.